Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Avery Bullis and I am joined by Bryce Worley and Connor Mast. And this episode, which is our third, happens to be the spookiest episode we've done. Ooh. And so we, we say this because, you know, it's student academics and that's probably one of the most scary things about school in general. I mean, like, come on, you get an F on your report card, you come home, I mean, your parents are going to kill you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Especially my parents. My parents are, like, super strict on grades. Like, a C, that's a death penalty. Yeah. I think that was the main driving force Mm -hmm. for why we chose this episode Mm -hmm. and topic. And that was because, you know, when discussing important things about school systems, the first thing you're going to want to point to is grades. Because that's what you think of instinctively when you come to school. Oh, I had straight A's. I was good at school. Or... Whenever you're having an argument like, oh, my country has the best, or no, my country has the best, you're going to want to go straight to the grades. That's the first thing. That's the first thing you're going to want to think of. Like, oh, my country has the highest grades. I'm better than you. I mean, that doesn't always um, stand true, as you'll find out later. And that would lead us straight to our first topic. So when we came across this point, it was just absolutely shocking to us that 1.2 million kids drop out every year in the United States. Yeah, and so researching this, we were like, holy crap. Yeah. We need to figure out if we're the worst. But, I mean, it's not really fair when you say something like that because, well, we just have a greater population than everyone else. Yeah. And I guess that's that's not really a fair comparison. (laughs) But what we did find was a fair comparison is graduation rates. Yeah. And so we found, we found like the top and the bottom. Um, So I'm going to list a few of the top countries and a few of the bottom countries because I don't want to list a long line or something. Mm -hmm. And so we start with Norway at 100% graduation rate. Not a single kid does not graduate high school. Just think about that in our normal, like, high school. Like, imagine no one failing, no matter who it is. No one wanting to drop out, you know? it's crazy. And so, I think that has to do with, like, how the school system works, like, how they provide. And Mm so, then we're just into our second one, which is Germany. 99%. Almost there. 1%. 1%. Like, that's like a third of a kid in our class right now yeah. dropping out. Like, Could you, you like, imagine? He cut off his arm and he threw it out. Could you imagine being that 1% in Germany, though? Oh, yeah. Like, like, like oh, talking to all your friends and they're all like, oh, yeah, I graduated high school. Like, almost, it seems like everyone graduated. And you're just like, yeah. I dropped out. <laughs> yeah, you too. And so, the third is Korea at um, 96%. And we say Korea because, well, it's all kind of a mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, we couldn't find North or South Korea, so I think this is just a broad term for both. Yeah. And while there's other countries like Ireland, Japan, Denmark, and Finland, we're going to move straight to the lower ones. And that starts with Spain. Spain has a 66% graduation rate. That's horrible. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. That means a third of our class is not graduating. Mm-hmm. That's like what, That's 10, crazy. 11, 12 of us not graduating? But what's even worse, an even bigger jump. 53% graduate in Turkey. That's half this class right now not making it on. Like, there's three of us sitting at the table right now. Sorry, Bryce. You're not going to graduate. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um, but that's not even the worst. We found that Mexico has a 38% graduation rate. Um, we're not going to get into why. I feel like that could be a touchy subject. But just, mm-hmm. just overall, you're looking at it and you're just like, uh-huh. wow, that's really rough it's surprising to me to see like with more research we did it's surprising to see how norway with a hundred percent passing rate 
isn't in the top five smartest countries in the world. We see that number one is Singapore, number two, China, three, South Korea, four, Taiwan, and five, Japan. So directly leading into that, we have the top IQ averages for each country. And I mean, not surprisingly, at number one is Singapore with an IQ of 108. Right behind it is South Korea with an IQ of 106. Close behind is Japan with an IQ of 105. Then you have Italy at 102 and Iceland at 101. But I'm surprised to find that an IQ of 100 for the UK, 98 for the US, and 97 for Russia. And, you know, those statistics speak a lot because I think that shows that school system isn't a good judgment for how good a country is, or how great it is. Yes, it educates the students, but if anything, with the IQ levels, the fact that, yes, Norway has a 100% graduation rate, but isn't in the top five yeah. smartest countries, I think that shows that there's more learning outside the classroom. And, like, when we were doing our research, Singapore didn't even have one of the highest graduation rates. And that's just weird, because you would think, oh, smartest country in the world probably has the highest graduation rate. That's false. That's false. It's crazy. I mean, it's all an average, of course. I mean, there's probably some genius living in, who knows, Mexico, but, like, yeah. This is just all an average. And so, when we're talking about the smartest countries, I can tell you what's not being smart, dropping out. And of course, you have people like Bill Gates who drop out and end up becoming billionaires. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, most people who drop out aren't going to, you know, help the, the IQ successful. level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and directly leading off of the fact that um, the graduation rates, which, by the way, USA ranks 18th in the world which is a lot better than I expected, if I'm going to be honest. Um, failing or dropout rates? 25% of United States students are failing or dropout every single year. I mean, it's, I, mean I know a lot of kids that are failing classes, and it makes sense. That's so, like seven students in our own classroom. I mean, Obviously, we have things like um, Norway has a 0%. <laughs> Failing, not failing, dropout rate. Yeah. Now they probably have a few students failing, but you know, just I think it's just their perseverance to be able to bring that grade up and graduate. Yeah. And Germany has about one to two percent dropout rate. Korea has a four percent dropout rate. And so obviously, if you go um, directly south of that, Spain has about a thirty percent dropout rate, and so that still leaves a little bit of room for other variables. Mm -hmm. um, but. And like Mexico has a 55% dropout rate, which also leaves a lot of room to have some um, outside factors yeah. and stuff like that. And I think all of this really comes together under the topic of academics. Yes. Yep. And, you know, talking from the dropout rates, graduation rates, IQ level, um, and things like that. But one thing we didn't really think of was classes. I think classes is also something that really needs to be talked about when it comes to academics. Because the harder the classes, probably the lower grades you're going to have. That's true. Or maybe you might fail that class. And so I think that really speaks a lot. Like we see in America, you have the normal English, math, science, history, common languages, stuff like Spanish, French, German, like arts, PE and stuff. And we see in Europe, it's basically the same, same kind of classes in Europe as well. And yeah, so like, um, we pretty much, I say that 
classes are pretty similar in the world. Obviously, you have your basic math, English, science, and maybe studies. some like cultural things. Depending yeah, on that, where you live. but overall, yeah. I don't think like maybe your country changes very much. Mm-hmm. Whether India, Singapore, Norway, United States, I think overall everyone's gonna have like the same classes and um other factors like ap and stuff um and dual enrollment which is a pretty primarily american thing but there it is some in other countries um also affects like further success and iq level and that's actually something i was really important we might not have ap classes or we might have ap classes i think that just raises the iq even though we have 25 percent of students not graduating every year that does not mean we're stupid. Yeah. Because a lot of these kids that are graduating are geniuses. These kids are taking AP dual enrollment. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. just really impressive. And so all of this boils down to student academics and the arguments of what's the best country in the world. And yeah. so you, based on all of our research, I mean, you guys say this, it's pretty significant because this doesn't really provide a direct answer. Yeah. Um, you can't just turn straight to academics because you're going to get some false information. You're going to get some biased opinions because, like we said in our last episode, student experiences are a big impact. Yeah. And um, I think one of the clear... Um, we said that the United States has a higher stress level mm-hmm. and leads um, to a higher dropout rate. Yeah. I think those all just tie together and that's only the first two things we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, um, we still got to cover... Um, how kids balance sports, the clubs that are being offered. Yeah. And then after that, just the nutrition, the food that kids are eating at school. That's all important stuff. But those are in later episodes. And so that kind of concludes our episode. Um, this has been Avery Bolas, Bryce Worley, and Connor Mast. And thank you for joining us on this Halloween episode. We hope to see you next time when we discuss just sports and clubs that are offering all these schools and how students balance that. Thank you again.